Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of ET Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my two brothers, the man who puts the noob in Nubian, Mr. DJ. I told you that in confidence. I know. And the other man, my other brother, who's failed to steal the Declaration of Independence not once, not twice, but six times, Mr. Mustard. Yeah, that's why I finally got Cage to do it. <laughs> it wasn't, I wasn't skinny enough to fit into the windows. <laughs> he, is, he is thin for a tall guy. He was the only fucking guy that was crazy enough to agree with me. So, like, you know. <laughs> Tyson wouldn't do it? No, no, no. And we have a special guest today. Finally, I got him on here after we've become just a little bit more professional. Ladies and gentlemen, the producer of Flyover Media, the man, the myth, the legend, the only man that I call daddy, Mr. BJ fucking Robbins. Hola, mi amigos. <laughs> hey, my say, man. Say hello, good gentlemen. I did. DJ. I, I love the show, by the way. I listen every week. <laughs> no Thank way. You. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, actually apo- I, do. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. I was listening to my friend's podcast, and it's always interesting because everybody tries to be a certain way, and then I'm like, I'm gonna listen to these guys. This is gonna go off fucking rails, <laughs> and it usually does. Yeah. Uh, we really try to be very remain professional. We yeah. we really do, but no, we say fuck those rails, bro. <laughs> Mustard does the rails, you know. DJ <laughs> DJ anymore, parts, puts hey, Jews hey, hey, in hey, boxes hey, hey. on rails. Then you, here we go. Like I just filmed the whole thing. Ooh. Hey hey, shh, 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 shh. all right, right. We're right. not ready for that yet. <laughs> oh my God, it's barely, barely started. <laughs> we just started, and it's already it's already a Nazi joke. <laughs> Fuck me. Fuck someone, me. Someone asked me what's the worst thing I said on a podcast, and I said, "Do you have some time?" Right though. <laughs> hey, I said probably my best bit was the running gag was the abortion punch card. It's almost like the uh, <laughs> card. Hmm. You, know, you get so many, and the last one's free. That's funny. <laughs> you get so many, and your last uh, your last hanger is, is uh, gold plated. <laughs> you know, you you realize you have fans that listen to the show when you do something really bad, and they're like, "Hey, you might have crossed the line." Yeah, I mean, like, has anybody ever told us somebody crossed the line? I don't uh, think so. No, no, we've we've never been called out. I mean, this last show, I did drop. A word that I like. I was so angry that it came it out. Rhymes with maggot. That's <laughs> so funny. Oh, like yeah. And I went back to listen to it for sound check, and like I was just like, oh, you can literally hear like the whole show just fall apart as soon as like the the the, the second the the period left my mouth. <laughs> like DJ and Mustard were just like. All right, fuck it, we're done. We're we're gone. That's it. We gotta restart. <laughs> That's re- restarting exactly. it. Exactly. See, <laughs> we accept a lot of bad things on this show, but we will not go that far. We don't want to be on the bad side of history here or the internet. <laughs> this is German, right? Mainly the internet. We don't want to be on the bad side. And that's of right. And that's the resident German talking, so you Fuck know what's horrible. about the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not, both, both of you are right, so let's let's get this started. Um, uh, we'll start with our guest, BJ. What have you been watching this week? Anything new you've experienced in media? Uh, I watched Hollywood last night. Hollywood? Which one's that one? It's on Netflix, brand new, brand new show. Um, it's set in 19... 19- 
40s right after the World War. Um, and he wants to go. And, uh, uh, man, it was, oh, it was fantastic. So he's married, wants to be an actor. He keeps trying to be an extra. He keeps going to, like, Paramount. And then um, it is <laughs> and some people will turn this off, and, and and if you're homophobic, you will turn this off. Oh, so that's like none of our. So audience. nobody in here will turn. It off. <laughs> nobody in here will turn it off. Well, when I was done, I was like, you know, when I was I was watching with my wife, and I was like, um, room I was, for a couple of minutes. <laughs> no, no, because because you know he's get, get the Jergens. <laughs> So basically, he's kind of like a, a, a jiggle a little bit. I don't want to give away too much or whatever. But the only thing I'll say, and then I'll let you guys watch it, is like, see, Steph, he's willing to do whatever for his family except give a dude a hand job. <laughs> so yes, this, is in, well, this is like World War II era, you said? Yeah, right after that. So th- this is during the this is during the beginning of McCarthyism. Then, that's when, wow, uh, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, Hollywood was really locked down during the forties and fifties during the McCarthyism age. A lot of people were being accused of being commies and stuff like that. So you had to be really deep into the music into the, into the movie industry to even get a part. So like th- this, from what I just from like the glimpse that BJ gave us, I can say that dude was trying to bury himself. So, like, you know, he was ingrained in the culture. Yeah, and it's um, it's on Netflix, and and it was it actually has um an African American lead that he's actually a writer, and he's trying to get his scripts done and and things like that. And but he's also he's also gay, but it's actually kind of really funny too. Uh, that, that does sound interesting. I'm probably gonna watch that. What about you, DJ? Oh, well. Well, we've been watching this, uh, we watching that one freaking show, that, uh, season two of Sword Art Online. Well, at least you moved past what? Black Clover. It was the no, more episodes right. to watch. It was, like, it was like, oh my God. You know what? Sword Art, the, hold on. It is defense. Sword Art Online is actually a really interesting premise. It just kind takes of, for really. fucking ever done. to get there. Dude, it's Yu-Gi-Oh! 2.0. Come no, on, bro. No, it's not. No, it's not. It is! No, it's not! Alright, alright, fine, whatever. DJ, DJ, well, clarify. Is it Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. 2.0 or not? Yeah, no, it's it's not Yu-Gi-Oh! It's... No, it's it's really not. Yu-Gi-Oh! is like, you know, it's those card battle things. And Sword Art's like, uh, I guess, Dot Hack Side 2.0, I guess you could say. I'd say that, yeah, easily. Mm, okay, 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 okay. What about you, Mustard? Uh, what have I been doing? <clears throat> Dude, I've been playing Animal Crossing like the Dickens um, <laughs> because I had to restart getting a new Switch right in the mail. <sighs> so, I don't know, man. I, I time-traveled. I don't give a fuck what everybody says. I don't. Cheating I don't piece know. of shit. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. I got fucked over pretty hard there, bro. I, and, I, um, I I didn't begrudge you like one or two days, but now you're like in 2022, so fuck <clears> you. No, I was like on May 10th or something. <laughs> um, let's see. What have I? Been, I've been watching uh, uh, gun training videos, but I have a very I had a very specific vein I was going for with these. Right, uh, the guys that trained Keanu Reeves for John Wick, their company is called Terran Tactical. And they were huge. They were gigantic. There's this, this, this pillar of the gun industry. 
And then, for some reason, the guy that owns Terran Tactical, who's this giant fat dude, uh, posts to Instagram accidentally videos of him creeping and, and, and telling his gun bunnies to expose themselves and to fuck him, even though he has a wife and kids. So I'm just watching, I'm just watching, yeah, no, it's creepy, it's super, super creepy, and it's on Instagram, but, like, I was just watching this steady decline, right, where the accusation first started, and then the video came out, and all of a sudden, Terran Tacticals just wiped from the fucking planet, and I am, I'm laughing my balls off, because this guy who comes off, he, he comes across so genuine, you know what I mean? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm just a guy. I like shooting guns and stuff like that. And, you know, you do this and you do that. And, I'm watching and so I'm, like, watching this. And I'm like, you're a fucking nasty bastard. We haven't even started the show yet, dude. Come on. Let's let's get let's get on with it. What? Wait. That's what I've been watching. Prick. You've been watching that? Yeah. Why? Because it's hilarious to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, the rise and fall of an empire. But let's get it started, guys. So, BJ is not a huge gamer, but he does like watching people play games. So, uh, hopefully he'll stick around for this first segment. Cause we yeah, have, I watched the trailer. Yeah, we have another Assassin's fucking Creed. And honestly, I I don't care. I don't oh, care. Oh, the trailer was killer. Huh? Oh, the trailer for this was killer for, the, for uh, this new Assassin's Creed. The Assassin's Creed game... I don't know. I, I I enjoy them. I really do. I mean, I actually play the Assassin's Creed games. Well, they're they're all fucking. They're all beautiful, but they never amount to shit. Like, ah, oh, god. But just like uh, the rest of us. Yeah, I mean, like, but uh, Lofus did comment. He did want us to take a look at the trailer. He did want us to comment on it. So, I mean, it's another Assassin's Creed. They're not giving the players what they want, and that's my main issue. Give us the fucking present day Assassin's Creed. Give us, give us the the time where the Animus was. Uh, you know what? I want to stop making him. How about that? Or that? Yeah. Or that? Quit it. <laughs> you right. Fuck. We're starting to get. We're starting to get close to the you know what syndrome. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious syndrome. Yes. Yeah, dude. For real. Like you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> BJ knows exactly what you're talking about. So let's hey. take a look at this trailer. People still go. People still pay for it, and that's why it won't go away. Yeah, He's not really giving a fuck anymore. It's that's like herpes treatment. What? What? All right, so let's take a look at this. <laughs> he is, uh, see this? Okay. Hot. Oh God! That's, nope, that, that was nope. the wrong button. That watch. was the wrong button. That's my bad. You, you know what to do, dead man. Good job. Oh, you know what to do. Really? You know what to do, yeah. Uh, fucking, I'm, I'm nervous because BJ's here. <laughs> I didn't do it to him. Yeah, that's it. What, man? <laughs> hey, BJ. Oh, he's, he's just a dude. He's my friend. And I take <laughs> his opinion very seriously. Which is why I started shaving again. What? Godless barbarians. Hey, they're talking about us, Mustard. Mexicans? <laughs> I like how these like journeys take months and he didn't wash his face once. Blindly. I 
mean, is that really that like? Okay, yeah, that's not what a Viking did. They scar the lands of England. Lands they will never defend. Also not never true. love. The time has come to speak to them in a language they will understand. So I'm gonna learn Swedish. Looks like in 2021, with all the Mexicans approaching Trump's wall. <laughs> okay, we said we weren't gonna. Get I know, but it's a funny image. Oh shit! Oh, he's Ouch. dead. Well, he probably should have put his shield in the better spot. Oh! Oh! Straight out of 300, I swear to God. You know? Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Come here. Oh, no longer okay. He's not okay. Oh, you got a tomahawk to the face. The last, last assassins sucked fucking doggy dick, man. The last few have. The oh, one dude, with the started with, with the dudes. Shut up. The <laughs> dudes with the, the fucking health bars. That that killed it. Everything. Dude, you gotta start grinding fast. That was stupid. You know the thing is that anyone who knows like uh, actual history, history like. It, yeah, it's like, England is not in the wrong here. The Vikings were vicious raiders. Yeah, you know, it's like, I know they're trying to paint him in like a heroic light, but actually, it's just actually the other way around. <clears throat> like, England was trying to like, just defend Yeah, they were trying to freaking survive. This is actually, uh, they're the, actually the good guys here. Vikings, well, the Vikings did play. Like, when he, when he let the, that, uh, that woman go, it was like, oh, your village is burning, but let you go? No, Vikings so. would have raped her. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, well, that was Holiday cool. Too bad I'm not expecting jack shit from the fucking game. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it. What about you, DJ? Mm, I'll probably game flight or something. All right, well, like, I, I mean, I do like what? Vikings. I love I, mean, I, I mean, love Vikings. I love Viking lore. Uh, it, you know the but, thing is, is that the whole uh, rape the children and women thing—that's a half truth. There were well, yeah, there I mean, were certain all the time, but yeah, there were know, certain Norsemen that did it. There was a lot of them that didn't. You know, so I guess it was just a you know a, a coin flip or whatever. But you know, but the point still stands. It's like you know, we get into the past. We get into the past. We spend like all this time trying to line up the future, like, you know, this big, huge entity is going to attack the future. Heck, in Assassin's Creed 3, like, everything was being, like, like everything was, like, literally on fire. <laughs> so it's like, when are you finally going to give us the modern-day Assassin's Creed and start with all this BS? 
Yeah. What is the modern day Assassin's Creed though? If it's like literally time is like a fucking objective thing, you know what I mean? Well, um, all of this takes place in a simulation. It takes place in an animus, and in the animus, it's, it's kind of the... hard to do though, right? I mean, no, not really, dude. We've already had scenes and games in the future, so like the, them them switching <laughs> from uh, you know this past setting to the future isn't that fucking hard because they've already done it. Like, it's just, it's just that they keep wanting to crank out these games. And right now, they're about two years too late to cash in on the Viking craze. Hmm. Yeah, two, okay. two years ago, Vikings, the, 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 the TV show was huge. Thor Ragnarok was out, uh, which is one of BJ's favorite movies. Uh, you know, you, you had all this Viking stuff everywhere two years ago. Like, where the fuck was this game two years ago? But it's Assassin's Creed. They have the worst timing in the world, and they fuck around with a lot of history. So okay, okay, BJ, what do you think? What's your what's your opinion on? It? So they can't do modern era for the simple reason is they can't compete with Grand Theft Auto Online. I have two teenage sons, right? <laughs> yeah. That's that's their game of choice. The, they're going to play. Fun. I, I rock yeah. that shit too. It's pretty fun. And then you know, the, obviously Fortnite, and then I think uh, I can't think of the other third one. There's Dynasty is a dynasty maybe or destiny I think maybe destiny probably no. yeah <laughs> I can't Oof. Luke, Luke plays a lot of games like this you know he played the Batman games he played the Assassin's Creed games he would play um, the Last of Us he would play all those games but it, any game is going to have a hard time competing with how Grand Theft Auto keeps moving forward and plus just how it's senseless violence for kids to run around and do those things so. That might be the only reason they keep trying to do a change of pace, so it's something totally different compared to that. But if they had Assassin's Creed open world, a real open world, and maybe you could go to different worlds, and I think that would be and that. Then obviously, maybe more people would probably go back to Assassin's Creed. Hmm. Well, so that's a good. That's a, I like that take, but you know, also the idea that there's like they they keep changing areas to try to change mechanics. Like we went to the we went to the Civil War, so we had bows and arrows and tomahawks. And then we went to uh, we went to the Pirate Age, so they started introducing pistols and blunderbusts and stuff like that. So right now, uh, you know the the idea of going to a Viking Age. I wonder if they're going to have ship mechanics again because uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag was highly uh, highly rated with the ship mechanics, but everything else about the fucking game sucked. So. Well, they're using the um, Hollywood technique, which is put out a dope trailer. Don't put out any gameplay until you release it. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Look, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, I'll just say this for Ubisoft: Don't be freaking Breakpoint. God, please don't be Breakpoint. No, make it Breakpoint. <laughs> Mustard wants to see him fail. I want to right. see the world burn. <laughs> so let's move on from that and go to EA and Google announce a partnership to bring EA games to Stadia. So these guys are on Ew, the latest, dude. Yeah, these guys are on the latest fucking bandwagon. <sighs> let's take a look at this. Redwood City, California. Today, Electronics Arts, Electronic Arts, and Google announced a partnership to launch five EA games. Five EA games. That's it on Stadia. Cloud cloud based gaming, so it's going to be uh, Star Wars, Fallen Jedi, uh, EA, uh, FIFA, Madden. What are the rest of them? 
That's gross. Literally, that's all they're listing. You know what that is? Gross. Yeah. So let's see here. So Stadia is Google's new cloud-based platform that lets you play the latest video games on TVs, laptops, desktops, and select phones and tablets. With Stadia, you can buy games that run at 1080p, 60 frames per second, or play the Stadia Pro subscription that gives uh, players access to the section of games up to 4K and HDR. Along with free games to claim each month, EA games will be available for purchase uh, later on this year, I'm guessing. But yeah, like we, we, already, we already covered this. It's not 1080 and it's not going to be 4K. This is going to be upscaled and probably uh, hard, like like soft rendered. So this is all a fucking lie. And on top of all of that, you're buying games you already own on another platform at full price. So yeah, and with EA servers being the way they are right now, well, <laughs> can't exactly yeah. be more reliable. Oh man, I I don't think like this is this is just more proof that you know EA not even EA. Who puts out some of the worst games wants to take a big leap to this Stadia thing, to this cloud gaming thing. I don't think this is going to go anywhere. Not with Stadia anyway. What do you guys think? I think uh, this is like the direction the gaming industry is moving into. Cloud shit, you know. Over the air gaming. <clears throat> so I think it's smart to get in it while well, like, they still can, but... EA is kind of a bad choice for a fucking company, you know? Okay, are, the... is, is gaming going that way, or are certain people trying to force it to go that no, way? Oh, yeah, dude, like, it is, because look at PS PS Now or whatever, and then look at, look at Game Pass, and look at all this shit, like, it is, it is going that way, like, pay for cloud gaming, like, that's what it is. So, yeah, I think so. As long it's as like, they completely take it over, I'm it's cool. It's like Netflix with games. It's like the best way to put it. Yeah, I understand that. Well, what do you think, uh, BJ? Well, I mean, in 2019, you write through the article, their net revenue is $4.95 billion for EA. Yeah. That's revenue, and that's and then that's their necessarily profit, so... But it has basically, it has Madden behind it, which will out... Madden and FIFA, maybe, but like... Anything out of those two things, not a lot of people play. Microtransactions, god damn it. Lots of microtransactions. But I mean, like that $4.95 billion came from 2019. Honestly came a lot from Apex Legends and from <clears throat> uh, Star Wars Fallen Order, which nobody expected to sell well. Like, we even covered it on this show. None of us were excited about it. We were like, eh, maybe... But, like, surprisingly, and, it, it hit the market yeah. and set fire. And, and FIFA and Madden, yeah, because, like I said, is people still buy that every year. But, I mean, but when you have PlayStation you have Xbox, don't you think they're going to get ahead of their own cloud service before they have, like, a third party really try to have it? Yeah, uh, Xbox has already announced, uh, I think it was last year at E3, or... Last year, I don't remember what, what event they were at, but they already they already announced that they're working on a cloud gaming system, or on a cloud gaming service, uh, but honestly, like, like if 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 uh, I would say if manufacturers like Xbox, like Sony, get involved, that's where it could go. But right now, we don't have that. We have we have Google and we have EA and we have like one, I think, one other studio. So they're 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 
trying. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know. If they're trying to force the <laughs> industry this way. I think it's just naturally going that way. If I'm being honest. <clears throat> oh yeah, I mean it'll definitely become a, a big piece of the pie, but but uh, I hope people take uh, current events seriously because you know, like I said, if their servers mess up and they will look at EA, then yeah. you're screwed. It's so, like I said. I mean, I don't mind it as long as it doesn't completely take it over. Because honestly, when it gets up to up to that point, I'm pretty much all but done. Because I have a thing about really owning my games, and if I can't own them, then it's nothing to me. Yeah, so yeah. Let me. Let me. One of my questions is: If let's say you have three of your favorite games and everything you accomplished in there, and, the, and like you said, and then uh, the same way with what you've seen with uh, iCloud, not so much. I haven't had any issues with it, but Google, I've had a little bit. And then everything you have just disappears, and then you you don't and you can't get any of your content back. And which it can happen on your obviously your consoles. I get it, but like. Just seem like trying to deal with them to try to get anything rectified with anything else would just be a huge nightmare. Oh yeah, happened to EA uh, <clears throat> EA Origins for a few people. They lost literally everything: their games, their saves, and EA couldn't get it back. And then, and then in the end, EA just shrugged their shoulders. They're like, "Sorry, you're fucked." You know, like okay, we'll give you back your games, but that's pretty much all you get. And that's the freaking problem people don't understand. It's like, look. If something on their end screws up, you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to fight the future or whatever or fight progress. I just don't see, I don't see anything viable here until actually yeah, you are, man. Re- I know until real big names get involved. So I don't know, but fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, fuck EA. <laughs> <laughs> so due to the Rona, though, even Blizzard isn't sure if BlizzCon 2020 is happening. I got bad news. God. It's not. It's not no- happening. Nothing's oh. fucking happening. I don't know. These states are really vying to try to open up again. Yeah. But, yeah, that's uh, only if people are stupid enough to actually go out or open up. You know what I mean? Like It's, yeah. al- it's ultimately up to the businesses if they want to open up. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like considering Blizzard's goes. track record, I believe it. Considering how much Blizzard needs right now, how much money they need right now, how much they're in the hole, I don't doubt it. But let's take a look at this. Amid of all the uh, Modelo virus concerns, Blizzard Entertainment finds itself in uncharted waters, and the, bril- and the future of BlizzCon 2020 is uncertain. Given the cancellation of, e- of E3, Blizzard's pending decision could be another blow to the industry that often prides itself in the ability to bring fans and studios together. Despite the Hong Kong protest controversy, which hung over the event in 2019, they had a plethora of great content reveals, and including the, <laughs> the announcement of Overwatch 2, which no one gave a fuck about <laughs> i don't know the toxicity having a sequel hey man i'm just i'm not even gonna try yeah no there's no there's not even, there's not even <clears throat> a joke there another yeah, popular can't. blizzard fri- uh franchise received some welcome news uh blizzard detailed diablo's 4's elective mode the conference is a tradition of not only revealing new developments but also putting on tournaments uh, which attendees can't participate against other competitions and esports. So I mean, like, hell yeah. <laughs> do they even have a? Do they even have a, a a date for this, or is it just like up in the air? Oh, look at that guy. 
Yeah, it's usually like late fall when they do uh, BlizzCon. Looks like the white version of you did, man. A little bit, right? <laughs> like sober and clean shaven. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, dude, like maybe sober. He yeah, looks high. Much. Look at him. His face is like all droopy. Hey, he's like, he yep. Probably I, just had a stroke or something, you fucking insensitive asshole. My dad died of a stroke, so I'm okay to make stroke, stroke jokes. I cleared it with him before he took his last breath. <laughs> oh, really? No. Oh, my DJ. God. Oh, hey, as long as you have permission. A... That dude looks like you just saw something shiny in the fucking crowd. He was like, and our new. Uh... What the fuck was that? Anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the guys on the side just, hey, hey, <laughs> trying to get him back. All right, let's see. Oh, he's off the rails again. Hey. All right, yeah, all right. Bring out Keanu Reeves. God damn it. <laughs> so they don't have a date. They don't have anything. They don't have a venue. Nothing. They have nothing. So what the, what the fuck are they, what are they up in arms for? Stupidity. God damn it, Blizzard, you just hey, Blizzard is not even up. a good developer. I don't know why they're fucking <laughs> I, I seriously love though that Overwatch 2 did come out. Nobody cares. Like no one cared. Overwatch 2 came out? <laughs> no, I'm being exactly. serious. I'm being absolutely serious. Yeah, like, yeah. Overwatch, Overwatch I think it like came it's, out. it's out right now. I don't think so. I, well, I know it was announced. But did they give a date yet? Try to kill the dead air, folks. As you can see, we're great at podcasting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, the fuck is with this shit? Like, do they not put dates in these goddamn... Uh, these fucking articles. Hold on, folks. Sorry. So, so just Google Overwatch 2, bro. Jesus. Uh... No, Why there's no Overwatch 2. It's not even out yet. <laughs> well, they just announced it. No dates. I guess a lot of companies have been doing that lately. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of companies have been doing that. Like, so... hey, it, it exists. But wouldn't you think it would be smart to release it now and more people at home and you get more people to buy it and play it? I mean, that'd be the ideal thing, right? But, I don't know. People have been postponing games non-stop because of this shit. What the, f- what the fuck? I could have sworn it was Apparently they're out. waiting for the next-gen console or whatever. Huh. Either way, they announced it and nobody cared. So, <laughs> uh, I cared. No, you fucking didn't. Shut up. Uh, so, let's take a look <laughs> at this here. This is something we care about. Uh, all of us are in this age group. Konami trademarks Bloody Roar as fighting games fans and furries. Uh, really? Furries? You're going to put that in your fucking title? Wait with bated breath on potential announcements. So, Bloody Roar was an old school fighting game. Why Why did they mention furries? Why did they have to mention furries? They've raised my Furries in it? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. No, no, it's not. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell every fucking furry where you live and see how you like it. All right, let's see here. 
It says, file this under Konami is probably making another pachinko machine. But just in case they aren't, the much, the much maligned publisher re-upped its previous trademark on the long-defunct Man vs. Beast vs. Man Beast fighting game Bloody Roar, opening the door for much speculation. So this is just, they applied for a patent. That's it. They re-upped the, pat the patent. That doesn't mean shit. That just means they could also be just collecting their fucking revenues off of soft boots and digital downloads. Pretty much just have to get that money. Huh. The last <coughs> entry was Bloody Roar 4 on the PlayStation 2 in 2003. Wow, huh. I, don't, I don't even remember that. Nobody cares about this game. Well, I mean, like, it's it's, a, it's an old, it's a really fun game, but, like, they, they're, they're, this is one of those, like, uh, oh, Kojima and, 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 like, you know, what, and what's his name, have, have made up. And it's like, no. Is that really what this means? That's one of those fucking speculative things, you know, it's like, like, no, no, they haven't, we're, they're just, what? So, oh my god, look at this. Konami and speculation, like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I was seriously. thinking the other day because I was playing. I was playing Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. And I was thinking, like, dude, this game has one of the best soundtracks. Like, it's basically Pokemon Yellow, but the soundtrack is like amazing, right, guys? I mean, <laughs> what do you guys think? Um, I, I, I'll say that yeah, like some of the best, some of the best video game composers do work on on, on uh, Pokemon for some reason. Well, I know, I know why. It's because you know you're going to spend 16 hours a day <laughs> hunting Pokemon. Dude, the gems are where it's at. Like, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. I just, I don't know why that popped into my head. <laughs> because it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That's a good truth. Thank you, guys. Right. Uh, I don't know why they're being dickheads today. So let's dead that and move on. <laughs> Oh, shit. Speaking of John Wick. <laughs> and the Matrix 4 officially announces that John Wick directors are involved in action choreography. But before we get to this, we have a question that runs on the show. And BJ is a guest. So we, I want, and BJ is an old school uh, movie fan like us. So I want to get BJ's take on whether or not, on, on who he thinks will win a death battle. Terminator or RoboCop. BJ? Uh, Terminator. <laughs> Finally, someone else with some sense. Yes, Terminator. A Terminator can. A Terminator can uh, is a new. It can evolve, as you've seen. RoboCop is kind of one dimensional. Very. I mean, he opens the side of his hip, pulls a gun out, and shoots you. That's kind of what he does. Yeah, and he has a spike. But just shoot him in the I mean, Robocop, I mean, if you shoot him in the mouth and Terminator has that where he can aim and he's dead. Hey, he's got those shotguns in his shoulder, man. What do you mean? That was like Robocop 4, dude. That's not, no. So, it was, uh, but yeah, Termin Terminator's a little harder to kill, I think, than Robocop would be. Yeah? Yeah. I'm uh, sorry, dude. Uh, uh, Robocop uh, uh, got taken out by a freaking 12-year-old. Just put him on his back. Didn't he have a trouble trouble getting up when he was on his back like a turtle? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. That is... Oh, he peaked his mic. But yeah, 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 I'm sorry. I mean, this God, it really pisses me off when I see all these videos saying Robocop and Terminator, Robocop we're like, no. Have you guys even paid attention to the source material? 
Terminator would melt RoboCop. Like, RoboCop is limited to literally whatever weapons he, uh, he has, has built in. designed for him, yeah. You know, Terminator, it doesn't matter. He gets his hands on it. Anything. You're, he's dead. He can literally use anything and will use anything and everything. Yeah, he's from the goddamn future. He knows all the weapons. And on top of all of that, I mean, literally on top of all of that, uh, RoboCop was taken out by a fifty cal. Uh, we know this from the first RoboCop movie, the the, the, the guns that they're toting around. Well, technically not 50 cals, it is technically a 50 cal. That would have killed him. That, that would have just angered the Terminator. Like, you're not going to do shit to the Terminator with that thing. You're just going to piss him off. Eddie's going to find some creative way to kill you. Fucking Red Foreman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So cool. We have another vote. So if anybody disagrees with uh, the rest of us, the sane people that know movie lore, please uh, pay attention for the rest of the show. We'll give you the social media at the end. But back to is this, much, though. Is there much lore to Robocop? <laughs> there is, actually. There's a lot. Let's just. But, like... whoever, but whoever thought Detroit would still be this, this shitty all these decades later? Like, they picked Detroit and then still shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit, Detroit was like, like, like when they shot RoboCop, they were going to be like, this place is going to be cleaned up, so we're just going to portray it, so that way people can look back at it like a time capsule. <laughs> I worked, I was, I was working there three months ago. It still looks the same. <laughs> it still looks like 1987. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With more dollar stores. It looks like Detroit. <laughs> What's the, what was it? What's what scary movie was that? <laughs> it's like a uh, here's here's scary with, movie four. Yeah, with the aliens invade, and here it is. Yeah, before. Like, here's Detroit. Here's Detroit after the invasion. It's like <laughs> fucking alien walking. That's all. That's <laughs> Oh god! And then like I I used to write uh I used to write movie review articles and shit for for a friend, and he's from Michigan. So every time I could take a shot at Michigan, I did. So it's just funny to me. Because uh, when you realize that most of horror movies take place in Michigan, like Evil Dead, uh, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, like so many of these things take place nightmare, in Michigan. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> so, <laughs> like every, every time I had a chance to just take a shot at it, I'd be like, oh, look, more Michigan kids. They must have lowered the entry exam <laughs> again. Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it, dude. I literally wrote an article uh, about this one movie about alien abduction, right? And, and literally, they're all like, like three of them are wearing Michigan, uh, like state sweaters and stuff, and okay. they, they they die so easily. It's ridiculous, dude. Like you could have thrown an apple at these kids and they would have perished. I mean, that's all. That's how DJ kills people, but we're not going to get so into that. So can we get on with the article, bro? Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. So the Matrix 4 folks have have officially announced that John Wick directors are involved in action choreography, which is not a surprise considering that the John Wick directors are stuntmen. So mm -hmm. uh, the directors Chad Stahelski and David Leach have confirmed they are returning to assist on Matrix 4. In an interview with Collider, Stahelski and Leach, who worked as stunt performers on the original Matrix uh, trilogy, discussed their involvement with a forthcoming installment. 
uh, explaining that they had been hired to help out with some of the action design on the sequel. That just okay, so they had been there before, and then they helped on John Wick as well. Okay, I see. Uh, well, no, they made John Wick. Uh, David Leach, I think it was uh, uh, Keanu's stunt double for all of the Matrix. So uh, uh, when uh, David Leach wanted to start becoming a director, uh, Keanu Reeves told him, look, go get it, and whatever movie you make, I'll be in it. Doesn't matter what. So David Leach got together with Chad uh, Stahelski, and they start, They wrote John Wick. And when they were going through, a lot of people that were like, no, no, sorry, you're not a name. Sorry, the, the script doesn't fit my, my character. You know, like, yada, yada, yada. David Leach called up Keanu Reeves and said, hey, remember that movie you said you'd be in? Come here. <laughs> Alrighty, well, that, this, this is nice. I was going to say, fuck you guys. Man. That was cool trivia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was uh, Stahelski who doubled for Keanu Reeves, not, not Leach. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. So it's more about the creative concept of some of the choreography and backing them up with fun stuff, said Stahelski, who doubled Keanu Reeves. I thought it was Lee, I thought it was Lee, but I was wrong. Uh, they asked to help out with the choreography and some of the physical training for the guys and helping out a little bit for a sequence. I think Dave's helping out for a sequence. Uh, Lana Wachowski uh, come, come back with a lot of love to have a pseudo-family reunion. So it's been a lot of fun. It's good to see a lot of the crew remembers again. We just finished doing a sequence in San Francisco that they blew up. That was beautiful. You really hate San Francisco, don't you? Mustard? Yeah, he just doesn't like California in general. I really don't. Uh, Stelsky also noted that Matrix 4 doesn't have a second unit for its action scenes. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Wachowski opted to direct the sequences herself. Oh. That's kind of cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, like, uh, a second unit on a movie is, like, uh, if you have a Jackie Chan movie, the second unit is always going to be, like, Sammo Hung. So, like, when the Matrix, when the first Matrix got made, you had the Wachowskis on the main unit, which is, is filming the main, the main action scenes and stuff like that. But for the action scenes that they can't be on set due to like pyrotechnics or gunfire or anything, they have a B unit, and that B unit is are the ones that are responsible uh, for getting the action on screen and to have um, kind of like a kind of like a, a a balance out. You know, like like this person knows how to shoot action, this person knows how to shoot a story. So what the Lana Wachowski, what she's doing. Is she saying that she doesn't want to be unit or a second unit to direct the action? She wants to be directly involved, so she can keep uh, the same flavor, I guess, from the story to the action. You guys are pretty. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So we it says here the Matrix Four. Every actor and character confirmed for the sequel. Let's take a look at this. All right, so we know Neo is back. We know Trinity's back. Morpheus is back. Nope. Nope. I hate these fucking clickbait articles. Lawrence Fishburne, brother. Uh, Jada Pinkett might be back. Hey, BJ loves Jada Pinkett. BJ? Uh, <laughs> um, I, I don't know if I've ever brought her up before. Yeah, you've talked about her on your show. Have I? I can't. I mean, 
I think you might have me um, confused with RB who who doesn't like any anybody like any female actresses whatsoever. No, I, like I, you've talked about Jada Pinkett Smith, well, a couple of times. She's come up. Uh, let's see. I loved her in the I loved her in the Matrix, and then I loved her in Ma- oh, it was because of Magic Mike, the second one. Yeah, I loved her in that one. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> uh, the Merovingian. Uh, he's in negotiations. Uh, Is that Kevin Hart? Oh no! It looks like him. Does do it does. It kind of looks like Kevin Hart, dude. Uh, DJ, <laughs> make the call, man. You're the only one that can. A little bit. All right, good enough for me. Uh, Jessica Henwick has also been cast. So, like, oh, MPH. Hey, all right, nice. Oh, I hope he's an agent. That would be hilarious. His character has not been revealed. Hmm. You know, actually, uh, you have a point there. He will make a good agent, right? Though, like, if they have like this new wave of agents that are just like intelligent, and sarcastic, because the war is over. You know, if Smith can pull it off, Why take not? it to the next level. Yeah, let's go for it. Priyanka Chopra Jonas has been confirmed. Uh, Jonathan Groff, not familiar with him. Uh, okay. And we got three other actresses that were in Sense Eight, which is actually a really good series. A lot of sex, though, like a lot, a okay. lot of sex. Well, that's nice. I mean, this is cool as fuck. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm really glad that we're getting more Matrix, but at the same time, I kind of loved the idea initially that they just fucking ended it. You know what I mean? Like, like he's dead. The war is over. What else can we do with it? Nothing. Fuck off. Had a great movie. Uh, <laughs> rebuild, I guess. No. What else are they going to do? I don't know. Like uh, BJ, you've seen all the movies, right? Yeah, well, I was just reading that their Matrix uh, or uh, John Wick, they were supposed to come out on the same day. There was a theory that he... the. Matrix and um, John Wick were actually going to intertwine, and that's why they were going to come out the same day. And then, but John Wick moved his back, I think, to the twenty seventh of twenty twenty one, I believe, because he's got to. They just they were four weeks into the Matrix when they had to stop because of the uh, shutdown. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I saw a really interesting meme that said uh, John Wick is the dark storyline where Ted Theodore Logan gets sent to military school. <laughs> Yeah, John, it was, this is what happens to, well, yeah, if you got, John Wick is a result of, yeah. So that was <laughs> supposed to be coming out, that was supposed to be coming out too in 2021. Yeah. So hold on, hold on a sec. I forgot it at the beginning of the show, but I didn't go long. <laughs> you just had to make a big show of it, dude. I was going to, I did mine quietly earlier. Yep. You're such a fucking drama queen. Yeah, you know <laughs> yes. fucking hate you, dude. <laughs> but this is something I've been seeing all over the news, and I'm really curious about this. AMC theaters and Regal refuse to play any Universal movies once they reopen. I'm, yep, I'm not sure why. Do you, uh, uh, BJ, you want to fill us in? 
uh, that troll movie that came out did about a hundred million dollars, and um, so basically by them doing that, Universal is going to start doing more and more movies like that. And, and as you know, Universal, I believe, has the Fast and Furious franchise. So AMC was kind of upset with that because the it's like the, we're we're progressing more forward, right? So basically, you can a brand new movie can come out and you can rent it, and so more people will. We've never been able to get our hands on new releases like they are now. Right. So AMC was upset that they were basically releasing Trolls when they had put it on there for you to go ahead and stream now instead of that. So AMC, and there was a distribution rights between the two of them, I believe. Uh, we Damn, kinda, that you know, sucks. We, yeah, we covered that a few... I think we covered that last week because I saw that and I was like, you know, movie theaters got to be careful. I mean... People watching their phones, laptops, TVs, whatever, so they don't necessarily have to go to a theater anymore. Because I mean, you got to think about it. I was talking to somebody about it, and they were like, "Well, I want you know, the average person is nine bucks at the theater. I know it's a lot more. Just just ticket for tickets, nine bucks on average throughout the whole U.S. So if you have four people going, you're looking at you know you're looking at thirty six dollars and rounded up to nine. But now you can rent one for maybe 24 hours for nine bucks and everybody can sit around and watch it in the comfort of your own home. Yep. And it makes it easier to record and pirate and shit too. <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah, you can, yeah, you can set up your uh, Nikon, you know, 1080p camera. And, <laughs> and just uh, fucking capture card it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, I, we, we, have a, we have a hookup from the Magic Squirrel Network, so <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Um, what what I think is funny is that you know like like BJ hates going to the movies. Uh, it involves people. Uh, I love, I love driving. Say again. I love driving, so hand jobs are easier. Yeah, that's how I got a new show in the first place. But I mean, like uh, I like going. I like going to the theater. I love going to the theater. I love the experience. I love the sound. I even like some of the screens. Uh, what what about you? What about you guys, uh, DJ Mustard? Did you have to pretend like you were going skiing there, Dead Man? Yeah, yeah. You ever held like one of those big monster cans? <laughs> has, has the same texture. No way, dude. He's got a he's got a beer can dick. <laughs> <laughs> can we not have another show to talk about my penis, please? <laughs> All right. All yeah, right. no. Okay. no what, what, do you guys like to go to the theater? You guys, I don't know. Blood. That's. I do, but like I think a drive-in would be kind of beneficial at a time like this, but it would still probably break the rules somehow, right? Okay, but do do you enjoy the aspect of going to the theater? This is what I'm asking. Oh, the theater, yeah, dude, of course, I love going to movie theaters, but it's really fucking expensive though. Uh, <laughs> what what about you, DJ? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, the thing is, is that you know, BJ is right. It's like you know, you can watch it in the comfort of your own home, but the thing is, is that you can do that, but there's just something about watching a movie in a theater with a bunch of people around you watching the same thing, and you get that, and you get that reaction. You just can't replicate in the home. Like, uh, I, I mean, I still get goosebumps when I watched yeah, uh, episode three of Star Wars. Tossed you like like twelve times more than it usually would it, like at home. Yeah. You know, I mean, I still get goosebumps like when I was watching episode three of Star Wars, and uh, when Vader's mask comes down, and you know it clicks. And when the audience hears for the first time Vader's breathing, that everybody erupted. Yeah, and you mean uh, you can't get that at the home. It's like that's why theaters 
will there will always be a place for theaters, and I love experiencing that. When I know there's a movie like that that's going to be like, I know everyone's just going to go just go nuts, then I'm like so there. Endgame. Endgame. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. I go, to, game, I, yeah. I go to the big one, so I went to all the Star Wars, I went to all the Marvel movies, and then went to all <laughs> yeah, the DC same. movies because that way, you know, when you see Captain get Thor's hammer, hammer, <laughs> and then all, then all of a sudden you're like, and you just hear the crowd go, and you just hear him gasp or whatever. That's a that's to so that that's more of an event than going to the movies. But like, if we, like, hey, you, you want to go watch Garfield movie? I'm like, Fuck, no, I'm not going to the movies. Like, no. But if it's like, um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, like when when you watch Endgame and then the first, when you saw Batman and Superman finally, you know, lock eyes and and like you have those cool moments and you and your all you and your buddies all go, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, that's what you go to the movies for nowadays because you know with home theater even before the social streaming, but with home theater like becoming more and more evolved, there's like less and less reasons to go to the theater. But there's just something about the theaters, man. Just you just can't replicate that atmosphere. Plus, there's assholes like me that always walk in and buy fucking popcorn. Like it doesn't matter. I have to buy popcorn. Oh yes, the snacks. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but like I said, the popcorn costs like twelve times more than it would at like a fucking store. I'm good with it. I need it. All right. I hate it, dude. I fucking hate it, bro. I need it. I hate it. Shut up. Oh, my wife sneaks in like thirty dollars with shit. <laughs> I like get three monsters in there for me for. Good. <laughs> yeah. it's like, if, I drink, if I drink all three of these, I'll probably fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> but I get mad. The reason I don't, uh, I, I don't like to go to the movies with my wife unless it's a big movie because, like, I'm pretty sure through all the other movies she's just falling asleep and like that's fucking twelve bucks and you're asleep. That's twelve dollars. <laughs> I've been married nineteen years. I'm like, you're sleeping. And I was like, oh my god, I'm with the fucking woman sleeping in the movies. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, like, I, I mean, like, I, I, I fall in the same boat because, like, I remember when, with, uh, with, uh, when one of my exes, uh, when, uh, when The Dark Knight came out. And, uh, you know, she, she was there with me, and I'm like, I hope you know you're going to get all the fucking refills. You're going to get all the soda refills. You're going to get all the popcorn refills because I'm not blinking during this fucking movie. Oh, no wonder you said X. Yep. <laughs> she did it too. And uh, she had to stop me from robbing the theater to, for collecting all the masks they had. They had a special event at that theater where they were all wearing the the, the, the robbery masks at the beginning of the, the Dark Knight. Like, all of them had official DC licensed, like, rubber masks. Uh, and, that would be- you know, you know where that mask came from, right? Uh, that he wore. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the same mask that Cesar Romero wore at his uh, yep. reveal in Batman, nineteen sixties. Well, uh, real real quick off subject, and then my wife, I love her, we've been together since nineteen ninety eight. But she once fell asleep during a UFC fight with twenty five people in there during a Conor McGregor fight <laughs> in the middle of the couch. Oh no! Yeah. It's, it's, sorry, uh, the boxing and boxing in the UFC kind of bores me too. Just to be honest, but there's people screaming. Oh yeah, okay, never mind. Grammy sliced pizza, bring me just all this madness going on, and she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, what, what's what's an event I fall asleep? Hey man, at? you know what? When the batteries need to recharge, brother, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go down. Uh, <laughs> 
what the fuck am I falling asleep on? I fell asleep on something the other the other day. Um, God, I put on an old movie and I was like, I want to, I want, I want to see if I remember it being as good as it was, and it wasn't. And it's, I can say that now because I fucking fell asleep during it. I had one of those the other day too. I'll, I'll share mine. Go ahead, because I can't. I'm trying to I remember had, what mine I, is. I, I had Varsity Blues. And oh, you fell asleep. Movie. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I came out when came out when I was in high school. I played sports. We did stupid shit. And then I watched it and was like, "This movie's terrible." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh, me and DJ talk a lot about like nostalgia goggles, and you know what I mean. Like looking at movies in the past, where we're like, "Oh, it was so good." And then you watch it fifteen years later, and you're like, "I was a fucking idiot." Even James Vanderbeek hates it. Yeah, yeah, he hates it. Real um, mustard. What was yours? Battle of Los Angeles. Ah, God, that camera work. That camera work nauseates you. Dude, the the fucking writing, dude. Hernandez! And the (laughs) other Mexican person. Hernandez! And the other Mexican person. Martinez! Like, I was like... (laughs) What? Like, I get it, they're in LA, but like, fuck me, man. (laughs) Like... Uh, anyways, yeah, no, I, I tried to watch it, but I just fell asleep. Like, you know, when the dude was in the house, and then, like, they're like, grenade! They're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the director of the writer, uh, director going to the writer's like, you know, can you come up with names that don't rhyme? <laughs> no. Gonzalez! Morales! Diaz! Jesus fucking Christ. Random Mexican people just start showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, they called me, bro. I don't know. Uh, God damn it, it was a Will Smith movie. Uh, Bagger Vance? Independence Day? I Am hey, Legend? I don't I'm trying to remember because I fell asleep. Like, it's so funny to see, like, his gun handling. Oh, Bad Boys! The first one? Yeah. Hmm. Like, it's hmm. so funny to see, like, his gun handling from that early in his career. You know what I mean? Like, where he grips it way at the bottom because that's where the mag swell is and it fits into the into the palm of your hand. So he's holding the gun literally by the bottom of the of the of the grip. And like all, all this all this weird gun mechanics that they use in that movie. And I'm just like they got away with this. <laughs> Welcome to the Church of Michael Bay. <laughs> I, I watched an interesting clip on TJ Miller on Bobby Lee's podcast talking about his time on the set of Transformers and how he almost quit on the last day of his shooting. Wow, really? The last day he was he was ready to quit. Why? Did, they, did he say why? Well, oh, mm, no, this one was Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Marky Mark. So, so I guess what happened was, as and he goes in. So I'm not a big fan of Michael Bay. I'm not because it's like boom, boom, flyer, flare lens, whatever. But how he gets his budgets down, TJ was explaining was he actually pays some of his people out of his own pocket so he can keep the budgets down, and then he'll pay the some a lot of the staff. Um out of his own pocket and then he was but he was talking about how he belittled 
a lot. Like he was, he was looking at a second AD and was like, this is why you'll never be a director. And he belittled him in front of people. And like, he grabbed like Bobby Lee's face and said something about the way he was acting or something. And, um, but just things like that. And then TJ spoke to Spielberg and he's like, yeah, like I'll piss Michael Bay off. He won't talk to me for a year. That's just the way Michael is. He's very sensitive, almost like a high school kid. So it was very interesting to get some insight on like someone that worked for Michael Bay. Yeah, like uh, like in the original Smugcast show, uh, BJ, AP, and I joked that we were going to open the Church of Michael Bay, and all it was going to be was just us yelling about stuff with explosions in the background and uh, girls wearing next to nothing passing out beer and cocaine. Yeah, because he's... um... Yeah, I mean, because I mean, he did the original Bad Boys. He's done a lot of things that you know we all all enjoy growing up, and but it's just, I mean, the Transformers is what really turned me off. And I'm a big, I'm a big Shia fan, actually. Yeah, I know most people aren't, but I, I think because most people can't. I think my co-host on Movie Review hates him so bad it's made me like it. <laughs> you kind of just want to go the opposite way with it. Well, there's a there's a 40 minute interview he did about um, the he opened up an acting school on um, somewhere in Los Angeles on the outskirts or whatever, and went through a lot of the stuff. And he basically admits he was a total douchebag or whatever, and no wonder why people didn't like. Him. And then now he's stayed in the last two movies. I, I really liked that he did, uh, which was uh, Honey Boy and Peter Butter Falcon. Yep. Yeah, I, I've uh, I have yet to see Peanut Butter Falcon, Honey Boy. If there's any truth to that, like if there's any truth to that at all, that's pretty brutal, man. Kind of makes you wish your dad like, like your dad would leave you at a young child instead of sticking around. Yeah, like like honestly, like I, I watched it and I was just like, if there's even a fucking, if there's even a shred of of of, of reality to this. I like 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 holy shit! No wonder this dude's fucked. Like it, it is brutal, man, and it is kind of and it's, and it's like it's it, it's not even that you're like hating anybody. It's just that you're uncomfortable for so much of it. Like like you know what I mean? Like like in the movie Let There Be Blood, the way that Daniel Day Lewis's character treats the kid, you're like you're a prick, and I fucking hate you for this. But in this movie, you're like. Oh God! I just want to leave the fucking room. Like, call me when this is over. Fuck this! Ugh. I gotta, I gotta watch it. Yeah, yeah, you should. It's, it's really interesting. And Peanut Butter Falcon has gotten rave fucking reviews, and I, I'm gonna see if we can get that on our Magic Squirrel outlet. So, <laughs> I'm curious. I'm deathly curious. So uh, let's check this out, though. Will Daredevil three? be or will daredevil be in spider-man 3 charlie cox says no so we already know that we already know that they're they're not crossing over any of them any of the uh netflix series with anything happening in the mcu so i don't know who the fuck started these rumors um i just want the punisher to come back that's it i don't care about the rest of them oh you like john bernthal yeah (laughs) I mean, I just, I just, just, I really enjoyed him. Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry. Monster and I have like a long running joke. <laughs> Do the line, Mustard. Let me ask you something, Rick. <laughs> we were talking the other day about, about accents in that show. 
at how John Bernthal's an American actor and his accent is worse than the British guy's. Yeah. <laughs> Just, it's so fucking bad. <laughs> Let me ask you something, Rick. Like, <laughs> Can you keep them safe? <laughs> like, where the fuck was the mic on that set? Like, the, the light is so clear. It's 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 painful. Like it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate every bit of it, dude. <laughs> Look at John Bernthal, bro. <laughs> like he's wonderful as he's wonderful as Frank Castle, but that fucking accent was horrible, and I think they had to ADR him because, like, <laughs> because like it comes out so clear in the recording because I watched it again after we talked about it, and it comes out like like Rick's like, hey, "You were my brother." And then this guy's you're my brother. Yeah, you're my brother. And then this guy's line comes through, and he goes. Let me ask you something, Rick. And you're just like, oh, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> like, they hit him with the goddamn boom mic, and they had to re-record it, but they put the wrong one on the track, dude. Yo, that's so funny. <laughs> Am I wrong, though? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen the episode in fucking years, dude. Dude, it's so fucking horrible. All right. <laughs> we have, on, we haven't even been talking about what we're supposed to be talking about this like, That's what I was about to say. Moving on, though. I got good news, BJ. Uh, Hulu is right now working with Disney and Disney Plus to bring back all the Netflix series, including Daredevil, including Punisher, including Jessica Jones, including uh, Cage. So we might actually be seeing them come back in um, in, in one form or another. Form? Yeah, in a Hulu form. Which hmm, kind of sucks because... We're not going to have the whole season at once. It, it's it's going to be released uh, week by week. So that there, that's good news, right, BJ? Well, I mean, it is, but the, the bad problem is if, if that ended in 2019, and by the time they get development done, that might not be until 2022. Uh, it, it, it would take so long for me to get that done. I don't know. They have they have, they like like the guys that wrote Daredevil had two seasons written ahead of time, so it might just be an it just might be a, a thing of just going into into production. The guys from The Punisher were kind of caught off guard, and we all know we all know this. This has been confirmed through interviews. So they had half the fucking story for The Punisher written, and then they started production. And while the production was going, they had to finish the story and go with that. But uh, which one was your favorite Netflix uh, series there at BJ? Um, Jessica Jones season one was actually a big fan of Ritter. She used to be on a uh, another show I really like. Um, it was uh, it was the Don't Trust the Bee in twenty three B I believe it was an ABC show with James Vanderbeek. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It was. I didn't think it'd be any good. I watched one episode and I was like, "Wow, this is actually way different than what's on TV." But it, Jessica Jones' first season was okay. I, I Luke Cage' first season, I liked it because it mixed in a lot of hip hop with it, and it tied into you know. So, but like, Punisher is probably one the ones I liked multiple seasons. Daredevil, I think it's. I, think it was, I don't know. Like, the longer it dragged out, the longer I was kind of losing interest in it. Same with Jessica Jones 2 and Luke Cage season 2. I mean, uh, yeah, that's fair. My, my favorite one was Daredevil, hands down. Uh, the reason, yeah, 
Yeah, the reasons the season two went kind of nuts was because they switched up the stories. Uh, season one takes place during like the Frank Miller years, which is a like a, a Daredevil, uh, Daredevil one or Daredevil Origins. Season two takes pl- uh, DJ. Where where does season two of Daredevil take place in the storyline with all the fucking ninjas in the in the Lazarus tank? Hmm. What do you mean you don't know? You're the fucking Daredevil fan. <laughs> I was a Daredevil fan, at least a hardcore one. You, I think you're more a Daredevil fan man, than I am. Was that during the? Was that during the? Uh, was that during the Mandarin? Uh, it might have been. Like, I need to go back. I need to go back and look at my old books. Uh, I, I, a long uh, time. Yeah, uh, uh, Electra Davos comes in in, the, in, in in Daredevil 1, in Daredevil Year 1, and then she disappears for more than a couple of uh, uh, storylines. So the next time she reappears and she's integrated back into into the Daredevil lore is, I, I'm, I'm like 99% sure it's when the Manchurian comes around. Or, the, yeah, the Manchurian, the, the, whatever. And uh, there's all these crazy ninja cults and shit like that that happen, and that's also where we get the Iron Fist from. And then season three ha- takes place, it goes back to to the Frank Miller era, where it's Daredevil like in his prime, and he's all kind of fucked up and kind of like PTSD. So easily, Daredevil is my favorite. What about what about you, DJ? Uh, the four Punisher. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, let's move on from that then. I mean, I'm I'm excited. I mean, just to see Charlie Cox, he was so good at the Punisher. Or not at, 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 uh, at Daredevil. 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 He was so good at Daredevil. Matt Murdock. I was trying to remember his fucking Let me name. Yeah, Daredevil. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you to put the boom mic in your mouth to do it. Oh. No, I'm not either. <laughs> no, 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 no. So LeBron James apparently unveils the new logo and title for Space Jam 2, Space Jam A New Legacy. But we ain't got not fuck down. all we ain't not got down. fuck all to know about it. Well, nothing's happening because of the Brona, so I don't know what this article's even about, man. I I'm, I'm Everyone... pretty sure they finished uh production. Really? That's sad. Well, even then, like, they're not going to release it or premiere it until the Roanoke gets over. Because like, I'm pretty sure you can't just, like, at-home, on-demand fucking Space Jam 2, bro. You can't do that. <laughs> what? Why not? Because <laughs> it's fucking Space Jam 2. What? Are you talking? what? <laughs> Dude. It's okay. don't even... Alright. You know, I'm not even going to try and explain it to you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> what? Don't explain it to me. Like, I want to know. It's Space Jam. Me and DJ were old enough to see the hype of this thing. And yeah, I know DJ is too. You guys were old enough, but to people like me who saw fucking Bill Murray playing basketball with Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan, it was the shit. Okay? <laughs> you guys were old enough to be like, this is fucking retarded. Because I got, I, I got to that fucking point at some point in my life. But I, I've circled back around to it, and like honestly, I'm good with it. Like I, I like the movie. <laughs> All right, I love, I love Space Jam the original. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Space the original Space Jam here. I mean, you got Bill Murray. You got Bill Murray. You know, talking shit the whole time. Yeah, you got the All weird, stars, man. 
Yeah, you got the weird sexual tension between Bugs Bunny and the first like female Bunny they really showed on screen. Lola Come Bunny. On. You got yeah. fucking you got fucking Vinkman, Bugs Bunny, and Michael Jordan all in one place. That's like a fever dream. And then you got R. Kelly in the field saying weird shit. I can believe I can fly. No. <laughs> oh, he believed it. Oh, I forgot he was in that movie, dude. <laughs> well, he did the you know he made that mega track. I believe it can song, fly. Yeah, there. yeah, but he's, his name is still on there somewhere. You Google fucking yeah, Space true? Jam. There's R. Kelly in there. I believe I can fly. I believe I'm gonna get a clip. Oh, his oh, mic clipped at the perfect yeah, time. Thank God. I know, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's probably what he thinks of every time he passes by an elementary school or something. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, wherever BJ went, we're not, we're not doing away. we're not doing our Kelly jokes because you know, <laughs> too easy. That's- yeah, so I guess R. Kelly has to come back now. He's doing a sequel. Oh, no. So, uh... Look, we, we can't, know, so we can't we, do we, R. Kelly we, jokes because they're underdeveloped, right? Yeah. That was a stretch. That was a reach. That was yeah. a stretch. So let's dead that, though. <laughs> and move on. Our good friend BJ has not seen The Puddle of Mud. About oh, a girl... I will. I watched it while I watched it while we we're getting everything set up. No, <laughs> why did you ruin it? Oh man! All right, so let's see. Uh, so okay, fine. We have I to don't turn even it up. Watch it anymore. Fuck yeah. that shit. We have to turn it up to ten. Then what do you want to? What do you want to hear, uh, BJ? Do you want to hear Oscar, or do you want to hear what? What's the other one that we hate? Mustard. Ice JJ Fish. Or do you want to hear Ice JJ Fish? Oh, you gotta go with the second one there. Ice JJ Fish. You wanna get your Ice JJ Fish? Okay. Have you? Have you? Fuck it. Why don't we just play both? Uh, you know what? Let, let's. I was gonna say let's go with Oscars first because I know I know you bit, haven't heard a little it. bit of both. A little bit of both. I know you haven't heard. You deserve an Oscar. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, D- don't move, DJ. Oh, freaking watch! Don't, 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 don't! Like you a, stay right there. Like a B fifty two bar, my freaking curse is gonna hover over that. Don't you call. dare! Don't you dare, you son of a bitch! Here we go. This is Mo L Summers. You deserve an Oscar just for my good friend BJ. Make sure it's not too loud. Yeah, I'll get the I'll get the volume of just as soon. This one for all my beautiful women around the world. All my Holly Berries to Roger B. Henson's and Monique's and Jennifer Hudson and Whoopi Goldberg's. This one's for y'all. I've been watching you from afar. <laughs> you really stole my heart. When you stare up all that car, you look like a true star. See, I've been I gotta go vomit. You deserve an Oscar. 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 You deserve an Oscar.
Okay, you can stop it. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can take. God damn it, it's so bad. BJ, your thoughts? <laughs> I, uh... Well, I feel better about myself and singing now. <laughs> like, I know I can't sing. I know that. But, like, wow. I, I mean, I... How many views this thing has? Uh, this has 8,000 It has 270 thumbs up. Yeah. 200... I really have no. <laughs> oh, it gets it gets better. I'm uh, I'm taking the jeep after this to pick my son up with no doors on, and I'm just gonna play that nonstop. Yeah. Stop. Do it, yes. I'll send you. Hey. The, hold on, I'll send you the link. Hold on. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it comes back around to work. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> That was a good one. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was good. Oh, God. Okay, we lost my place. Where are we going? All right, hold on. <laughs> All right. Well, BJ, get ready to feel really fucking good about yourself. Here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I say fish, brother. Oh, yeah. No, we got to turn no, this up all no. the way. No, no, please, no. Please, yes. It's something about the girl that just makes my head wanna twirl. Oh, you got me want to tell all them other girls. It's not real. This is real. This is not a work. Totally real. What do you mean? I'm still here, aren't I? No, DJ, our brother. No, left. DJ left. <laughs> He's such a sissy when it comes to this. Okay, what, what do you think? What do you think, BJ? That's awesome. <laughs> that is, uh, he has an affliction shirt on too. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it stopped, DJ. It stopped. Good. <laughs> he can't take it. He can't. He physically reacts to cringe. Ah. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> opinions, <laughs> thoughts. There's there's something that um, you guys Not need to. Girl? There's something you guys need to look up. You guys remember the old Vanessa Carlton song um, "Going Downtown" or whatever. Anyways, you might not remember it, but there's this rapper named Ot Genesis. Um, it's I think it's called Tonight. I think that's what it is, and um. It's so awful, but it's, I think that's the, 
Yeah, that one's it right there. I think, I, I think that, that might be the re- but like he got really famous off that song too, and it's so awful. It's called like going downtown with my gun, black black. It just um, Devon Shoemaker off of off the cuff, the comedian uh, sent it to me. We played it, and I just I was like, I was dying laughing at it. Oh no! If Devon says it's funny, we gotta check it out. All right, guys, hands off your mo- hands off your mouses. Don't turn down your fucking headphones, mustard. You either, DJ. We're clicking okay. this. We're clicking this. Oh my God. What the fuck? Making my way downtown, hundred rounds, got the four five and a tray pound. At a party today with my K, making my way through the crowd. (laughs) When I meet you, I won't miss you. I'll put you under, cause you gon' fall from my nine. I like walkers, I love drive-bys Cause you know I'll hit you with my nine Your mama won't see you tonight I always got my heat, I'm shooting at you And I wonder if you ever think of me Cause I'ma do you wrong, get smoked like a bong I shoot you if you ever play with me <laughs> That damn it, it's so bad <laughs> When I meet you, I won't miss you I'll put you under Cause you gon' fall The fucking vocals are so are mixed so high I like yeah. walkers, I love drive-by Production. They put a lot of production into this. Oh, thank you for that, BJ. Oh. Yeah, there was an Instagram live of him with 50 Cent, and 50 Cent made him sing that, and it's it's not any better in person, live. It's so... <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, Devon played that, and, you know, and I was like, what is this? We played it, and I was like, oh, my God. This is wonderful. I, I love drive-bys, and he makes the heart... <laughs> He's actually a comedian, but then then that blew up, and he's got like I don't know, two one point nine million followers on his yeah, YouTube. One point nine five million subscribers. This has <coughs> been seen six hundred four thousand times. That's uh, how I feel like I sing right there. Like honestly, if I tried to sing, that's how bad it would be. Uh, like I don't know. 
I mean, you, you got you got two beautiful examples of like what not to do. Oh, but I have, I have so much respect for these people. Though, it's like they're like, I'm gonna go into, I'm gonna shoot my shot and see what happens, and then you know, and then they just that that comes out, and you're just like, I love you for that. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, is that like I know this, I know you. The second you heard it, you're like, this is a work. It's not a work. Ice JJ Fish really thinks he's talented because nobody fucking tells him otherwise. It's like that skinny white kid rapper that weighs like 110 pounds and his yeah. guns are heavier than him. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen those videos on here. Oh, Jeez. God. It just makes me sad, you know, because, like, you know, I made a music video once. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it just didn't do as well as this shitty shit, so I'm like, damn it. Like, where, where did we go wrong, you know? Uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, your, your video was funny. It's entertaining. Like I, used to, I don't, I don't. You didn't hire enough hot chicks to be in it, like HJJ Fish. So, yes. Oh God, damn it, man. Okay. Gotta find some, gotta find some thirst traps. Yeah, man. You, you gotta hit that Instagram models up. Oh God. God damn it! I love drive-bys. Like I t- DJ, we found your new ringtone. <laughs> 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 it's not bad because I know that guy is. You know, it was pretty much a work. So it's a work. Yeah, this is yeah, a like work. yeah, yeah, like yeah. The ones that really hurt are the ones that truly believe they're talented. Those are the ones that hurt. Like this guy, no. Nah. I was like, I get the it. Now. Like, Fish and King Cobra FJS. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's OT. Yeah, OT Genesis. No, nah, like I said, I know it's a work. He's just you know, it's like it was like whatever. Okay, you know, it's bad, but I can have fun with it. Yeah, and like. Uh, should we should we show him uh, King Cobra? Yeah, I'm with oh, it. Okay, so we're just we're just we're just we're bringing you up, BJ. We're bringing you up, Bubba. Oh God. Okay, hold on. Because <laughs> uh, uh, there is fucking no way. I don't believe anybody's as bad as this guy. Um, Oh no! Oh no! Oh yeah! No! Oh, no! Yeah. Where, no! You want to do the Green Day one, Mustard? Yeah, do the Green Day one. Yeah. Yeah. Wanna... <laughs> hold on! Hold on! Hold on! There it is. All right. Okay. Hold on. I gotta. I gotta prepare myself for this because this hurts a lot. Okay. Here we go. Alright, so this is the musical, wonderful stylings of King Cobra, JFS. And by the way, I know what you're going to look at, uh, BJ. I know you're going to see this background of this guy. He is not what you think he is. So, (laughs) let's get this. Oh, God. Get me a little drunk. Doing some karaoke on YouTube. That's how I roll. Can you hear that well? I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Don't know where it goes, but it's home to me and I walk alone. I walk this empty street on the boulevard of broken dreams. Where the city sleeps and I'm the only one and I walk alone. I sound just like Mindy when I sing. I walk alone, I walk alone. I'm not bragging, I'm just saying. I walk alone, I walk up. 
my shadows only want to watch beside me. My shadow hearts are the only Sometimes I wish someone there will find me. Till then I walk. Oh my god! Shut up! Oh yeah, that can only take that much of it. Fuck. Thank you. Man, I can't be mean to an autistic kid. <laughs> <laughs> he is autistic. Is he really? Yeah. He is. He is really autistic. He, yeah. He, oh man. He, 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 okay. Yeah. Now I feel bad. That's why I holstered a lot of things I had. To, <laughs> oh, I mean, you holstered it. You saved it for late for the car ride home. Hey, yeah. You know what, dude? We'll, we'll, we'll go do the post show, and on the post show, you're allowed to say whatever the fuck you want. <sighs> That's funny. Oh, I'm keeping this around for the post show. <laughs> have, we, have you decided what's in the back back there? That what is, it? is it a bike? or is, I know it's a bike, but... Half a bike. Uh, a pool table with some ninja swords and stuff on it. This is a, a PVC bow that he made himself with another cane sword. Uh... All sorts it's frightening of frightening stuff here. It's frightening stuff. Yeah, like so. <laughs> Not frightening how old that chair has to be. I don't know, dude. I, I was thinking dude, the was, same there thing. Was a part, there was a part in the fucking video where he was like, there was a bunch of hot chicks at the bar, and yeah, they they all heard me singing, and then they didn't say anything, but they looked at me like, "Wow, he can sing." Yeah, it's, it's this one over here. The uh, they, were probably, they were probably surprised he put words together. <laughs> What are the fucking hot chicks doing in a fucking bar, bro? Like, there's that's that's not how it works. Um, we all know this. We've been to bars. Unless they're working there. I mean, down downtown here, that they're the, they're usually the ones working and serving and not hanging out there. Oh god! And you know what the worst part is? This guy's highly responsible with money. So, like, you you, you might be right. You might be that there were just servers who were like, yeah, yeah, no, of course you can sing. You know, keep keep laying those ones in the table. <laughs> It looks like a stripper saying, "Yeah, your face is not fat. It looks just right for your body." <laughs> That's why I don't go to strip clubs. I, I don't know like they're this. lying. I don't like this guy. I don't like him. I don't like this at all. Oh, we got, we got. To, if if BJ can uh, hang uh, around uh, to the post show, we're, we're doing Halo Delilah. We're done. Let's oh, do our let's no. do our last story. No, though. God damn it, no. Let's do our last story though. Post Malone is asking fans to help him decide where to donate one million dollars. Uh, he will spread money to different causes, including the COVID nineteen relief efforts. I, you know, like the more and more I hear about Posty, the more and more Malone, I like him. Bro, was <laughs> was that meme I shared the pre Malone? <laughs> uh, so the musician is encouraging fans to text him organizations they support via the phone number eight one seven two seven zero six four four zero. Per statement, the goal is to make sure the donations go to a variety of cause areas such as COVID-19, frontliners, responders, disaster relief, education, homelessness, <laughs> hunger, mental health, veterans issues, and more. God I'm going to text him, just be like, here's my PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, I love you. <laughs> Take a shower. Uh, <laughs> not everybody has the ability to financially support causes that may be close to them or that have helped him in the past. The fans are the absolute best, and I want to give them the chance to give to charities that mean something to them, said Malone. So he hosted, yeah, he hosted a live stream concert tribute to Nirvana. 
and he raised more than $500,000 for the United Nations Foundation's COVID-19 Solidarity Response Fund. This was actually really cool. I got to see part of it live. And the guy, he, he just set up like in a random place and started filming and playing. Like, and I, it's supposed to be alone, so who the hell's going to fucking kick him out? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, this is, this is nice. This is nice. I'm glad to hear this. Another Texas you know? boy doing good in the world, even though... Glad he can't spend money on any more tattoos, because, you know, he doesn't have any more room. I wonder what the rest of his body looks like, right? Probably like shit, honestly. <laughs> uh, dude, look dude. at that beard guy, dude. Like, his body looks... Like, he's he smokes and drinks his life away. So, like, I'm pretty sure his body doesn't look that great. Probably looks malnourished. <laughs> I mean, uh, we, we watched that video uh, where he dies and comes back to life. And, you know, he's he's got the white t-shirt on. And he's, he circles. He, yeah, what? circles. Yeah, he looks chub as shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, what, what, do you, what do you guys think? Uh, uh, like, do you guys think that uh, this guy is doing the right thing? Or do you think I mean, he's Definitely. just flexing? No, I think... I just think he doesn't know what to do with the money. That's a good. That's. A, I honestly, think we need more artists like him. <clears throat> yeah, he's a guilty pleasure of mine. He really is. Oh, we love Posty on this show. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, because how many times have we people celebrities have given to charity and come to find out it didn't go where it was supposed to go at all? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, not a lot of people research the charities that they get to, and a lot of them are fucking corrupt. So, I mean, this, I mean, yeah, no, I, I, honestly, I was trying to like take it to a different place, but honestly, I like BJ's take on it. He just doesn't know what to do with it. And, uh, either way, that's fucking cool. And, uh, I mean, uh, I I had a million dollars to give to charity. I have no idea what to do. And then I would probably listen to somebody around me. Maybe that's, you know, a manager or somebody, then end up going right back to the manager or somebody else. <laughs> I'd start okay, a GoFundMe uh, for myself and then put it all in there. <laughs> you, you BJ would end up in a Selena situation or Selena, however you want to fucking pronounce it, whatever. But let's go ahead and get that. Start wrapping this bitch up. Uh, BJ. Please tell our like three people to, <laughs> about your show and what you do. Uh, it's Fiverr Media. It's we have a host of podcasts. We have Juice in the Morning, the BJ Robbins Project, Off the Cuff, um, Wee's Nuts, Tina and Doe, um, and um, uh, Uncle Buck's House, and then Hack Attack. So I'm just in, I'm involved either I'm part of the show as a producer. And then movie review, or they, they'll send me the audio, and then I just help that. We're just, it's one big sharing service where we all help each other share, we work together, and things like that. So it started a little less than a year ago and started with two shows. Now it's up to like nine. So, um, but yeah, it's Flyover Media. Check that out, and everything else is up underneath there. And, and one thing about podcasters, it's, it's a lot different than like comedians or musicians. Yeah, they're competitive, but it's not as competitive and snarky as other things I've been involved in. Yeah. Mm. And I've been able to meet a lot of great people. I mean, I have. I mean, I get to work with some of the funniest people in Indianapolis, which is cool. Um, and I've been able to meet a ton of people outside of Indianapolis. That's that's pretty cool. So, 
So that's why I like doing it. It's not about notoriety or fame or anything like that. I just like, I really like working with passionate people and then doing different shows where you can let loose and other shows that, you know, kind of serious shows. So I like the, I like the broad spectrums and I have my own studio. That's one thing I really love. <laughs> yeah. Nice dude. That's awesome. I have one. I've been one in my home. Uh, Miguel, it's in uh, that room where it was before. Ah, nice. Okay. Well, yeah. I, most, people, most people don't know. I don't call him dead man. No. I, it's, I, I, um, so, like, we became pretty good friends. And, like, you know, in this show, you guys, I love coming to this show. The show's, like, fun, different, and all over the place. And it's not, doesn't feel uniform. So, like, I've been a big fan of listening to the show ever since you guys started it. So, um, I really, really enjoy that. And I don't know how brothers all do this all at once. Yeah, because Miguel's met my brother. <laughs> Hashtag Craig. Hashtag Craig. Let's talk about some Jordans. It's like, oh god, dude, he shares so much Jordan social media. I'm like, bro, stop. he doesn't. He doesn't know how to listen to the podcast, so he won't hear this anyways. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. but thank you. thanks for having me on. Like I said, I really, really, really enjoyed it. It was a good. It was a good time for for a Sunday afternoon. No, like, well, trust me, the, the pleasure is completely ours. Uh, if you want to yeah, hang man. on, yeah, please, please. So you are you are welcome any fucking time at all. You just let me know. I will I will plug you in. Uh, but <laughs> Mustard, or I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God damn it, I didn't bring it up. I'm enamored that, my, that one of my friends is here. So well, Destiny and Division are the same Shut fucking Shut up, game. fuck you. <laughs> Break. I wanted to bring that up real quick. Uh, all right, DJ, rev it up. Tell them about the Patreon. Oh, yes, the Patreon. You know, I sound like a broken record at this point, but that's right. You can now give us money directly. I mean, before we had merchandise, you could have got some of that, but no. You stingy <laughs> fucks had to just, you know, not even bother buying our stuff. <laughs> so fine. You just give us money directly like the good sheep you are. I mean, the good people. If Whatever. You're all a sheep. Just give us fucking money. <laughs> you're being but, a dick. Oh. Turn well, off the German. Turn off the German. Hey, if you're going to be a dick, uh, you know, be a big dick. But anyway. But please. Please give us money. We're, we're super poor. But hey, you don't get something for nothing, right? So... For just $1 a month, you get the first blood achievement now. That's right. Not just tier, but now achievements. And with that, you get the name of a choosing on a credit on every episode. That's right. You want to feel important? Just $1 a month. Don't delay. Happiness is just $1 away. Wow. Did you just make that up? No. Guy from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm telling you. That show has a lot of good stuff. Good nice. material. Thank you. The uh, second tier, UAV, for just $3 a month, you'll get the previous tier, plus you'll have access to the post show that releases every Wednesday, plus Mustard's Music Minute. And uh, have you done the Music Minute yet? Mustard? Yeah, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Got two up there. Got to put another one to, Got to put another one up today. Oh, okay. Well, ugh on my face. Yeah. Bitch ass. <laughs> ass mofo. And for what? But if you not, that's not enough money to give us for the five dollar tier, just for five dollars a month. That's the airstrike tier. You get all the previous perks. Plus, you'll have your name read out loud at the end of every episode. You will have stickers every month and a giveaway every three months. 
That's right. We recently had one not too long ago, and I'm not quite sure if, if that person got their giveaway. Did he's, they? It, it, he's, it's, it's being sent out tomorrow, Mark, when this comes out. Well, well. <laughs> righty then. Mm. And of course, with all that, you have access to the monthly movie roast, where we will just pretty much viscerate any and all movies, especially Titanic. Fuck that film. That's too long, bro. I'm not sticking around for that shit. I'm sorry. And that about does that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Tell him about tell him oh, the address. Yeah, I was about to say, you know. So, where you give us all this glorious cash? Well, I am so glad you asked. Well, okay, no one asked, but I'm telling you anyway. Patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Simple, right? That's easy to learn. I mean, that's easy to understand, right, guys? Even more. Yeah, that's not bad. It. It's not bad at all. Exactly. So remember, that's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Yep. Bring money. <laughs> and I'm actually working on getting us merch again, so that's going to be another meeting I'm going to have to talk to these assholes about. But, Mustard, tell them how to talk to us, please. So on social media, we have Twitter, we have VT Network and the number two. Facebook, VT Network and the number two. On um, email, we can call you know, call Dead Man a cuck, like for like I said earlier, because you know, Destiny and Division are the exact same game. BJ, will you please back me up on this? Absolutely. God, see, no, hey, you're like, dude, well, that's, that's it. Every single fucking person that we've had on here has agreed with me. That's this it. is the hill I die on. Well, anyways, <laughs> VT Network eighty four at gmail .com. And, uh, yeah, I do streams occasionally on Mixer, mixer.com forward slash Colonel Mustard. The first L is an I. Uh, come say what's up. Call me a cuck. Whatever you want to do, yeah. <laughs> Mustard's very lonely. But, yes, <laughs> thank you very much to everybody. Thank you very much, BJ, for being on. Uh, we love you. Thank you to Paul Schroyer and the Magic Squirrel Network for keeping us on and keeping us going and keeping us promoted. Thank you very much to our three patrons this month, which is Monsieur Pasty Cakes himself, the Raging Caucasian, Hangel, <laughs> the Grave Robber, and Lofus. Love you, baby. So, you guys, I, I got the stickers early, so everything will be sent out by the time this comes out. I promise. What else was there? <laughs> Uh, yes, we are going to have merch again soon. I already said that. So I think that about does it. Uh, so we're going to head to the post show. BJ, if you want to hang around for just a minute, uh, say goodnight, DJ. Goodnight, DJ. Two guys and a Josh decided to start their own podcast, and they named it Pointless Discussions. It was messy. The jelly kept falling out. Little did they know they would be sucked into a perpendicular universe. Draw me like one of your French girls. I got an Uber on its way. It'll be here in like 15 minutes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come to daddy. Now Paul, Mark, and a Josh are tasked with saving our universe. It crossed me, so I ate its heart. Oh my god, guys. Can you believe that we actually got signed to the Los Angeles Eagles? This is fucking crazy. I've never played football a day in my life. Now we're pro football players? Yeah, I just think it's weird that I have to shower with the coach. Well, hey guys, you're in Diamond Joe's Labyrinth. 
I just want you to know if you don't get out in time, I'm going to eat your children's fingers. Uh, what are we going to do, Mark? Why their fingers? Armed with only podcasting equipment and very, very little intelligence, they must improvise their way through the unknown. With the help of an old, insane time traveler named Ernie Bentley, who was being hunted by a maniac with a baseball bat. Josh, get over here! The raccoon got stuck in the blender on my time machine! What? Uh, That's not a raccoon. That's a dog? Meredith, what happened? It's not my blood. Will they save us? Everybody calm down. Put the gun down. Put the gun down. Oh, you know Diamond Joe wouldn't do anything to hurt you. Will they make it back to our reality? He did have direction. Direction was no direction. Hello, hello. Uh, sir, sir, I'm a, last time I'm telling you, I'm not a dog. Oh, fancy a cobbly walk. I need you, me jam. Hello? Huh? Oh, oh, little bit of, oh, oh, oh. little bit of in and out. You know what I mean? Mark's gonna be pissed. Find out on Pointless Discussions every Tuesday, wherever you listen to podcasts, and on Magic Squirrel Network on Facebook. In the event of my death, I want it to be known my safe word was platypus. This podcast is rated R for drug use, harsh language, constant nudity, and an overabundance of stupidity.